Well, thank you for coming and sitting down with us today on the Star Fox Media Small Business Sit Down. Today, our guest is Karina Contreras from the, Z the Vista City Council. And thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me so much. Well, we usually like to start off the podcast with, you know, what kind of makes you tick? Like, what's how did you get to where you are today? And so the first question I always ask is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You know, when I was really little, I wanted to be an architect. Um, and as I progressed through school, I was like, you know what? Maybe that's not going to be the best fit for me. Right. And so, but I had always had a fascination with urban landscapes and buildings. And that just kind of like sat in the back of my mind as I went through school. Um, but really, as I got older and mostly in, it started in middle school. Mm -hmm. And I actually recently ran into an old essay that I wrote in 2002, um, I think it was eighth grade, um, where I made a little essay on an ideal city. Mm. Um, and I just put it up on my social media um, and I'm talking about, you know, clean streets and trees giving shade to pedestrians and that kind of stuff. So, um, and looking back, I always really had this desire to be part of what is urban planning, community planning. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really know what that was. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a middle schooler, it's a, <laughs> yeah, right. a little over ahead of a middle schooler. Right. But. It's like I, I never had any interaction with any elected officials. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't even know really about the political world. Um, and that's not something that even became clear to me until 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, that was actually my first time that I had attended a council meeting. Um, and I went to one in, in January of 2017, and I just never stopped going. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. And so, I mean, obviously there was a journey somehow between the middle school essay. Right. And, you know, actually becoming a city council member. Huge journey. Um, so, I mean, did, did you go to, to school? Like, did you did you think, like, at that point, did you know that's what you wanted to do? Did you go to architecture school? Like, what, no. you know? <laughs> no, so, you know, I, I had always been, like, a little bit more elevated in math, but mm -hmm. was, like, the worst of the pack in the mm -hmm. elevated group of math. Right, 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 right. Of that cohort. So, um, but I... I actually in high school, I really started, that's when like YouTube started coming up, mm -hmm. right? Um, I graduated from Vista High School in 2006 to give you a, an idea of mm -hmm. the time frame. Um, but I started really looking at social problems mm -hmm. um, and a big interest in media and media literacy. And so for college, um, I wanted to do something in film. Um, but also look at the sociological, you know, perspective of mm -hmm. things. Uh, so I ended up going to UC Santa Barbara, um, and I double majored. I did film and media studies, mm. um, and doubled in sociology. And, um, oddly enough, after that, I came back to Vista and got into like finance, right? Like mm. this, a, a really interesting, uh, segment of finance that has to do with collections, right? Ah, yes. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, AR, AP, um, business to business, right? Uh, but that's not really where my want for being in the political 
world uh, came from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I really felt disconnected from my community by just working. Right, mm-hmm. I was making good money. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, what's the next step? Like buying a house or something like that, right? White picket fence, like <laughs> right, the whole <laughs> right, just like the usual yeah. thing, right? I was like, okay, well, is that really the direction I want to go in? Mm-hmm. Because I'm working all day long and I'm not even volunteering even a little bit in my community. Right, right. So in 2015, um, I ended up doing something a little bit different. Uh, and to give you a little background, my grandparents uh, have been here in Vista since you know the 1970s, and they started mm. their own business here. Mm. Uh, and they had a, um, a nursery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did a lot of um, ground cover, plants, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I grew up on their property. As long as we stayed away from the customers, we could build forts, right? Yes. <laughs> my brother, my cousins, um, off here, uh, off Foothill here mm-hmm. in Vista. And I'd always had this real big love for the natural world, for plants. And, you know, Google, which will take you into different directions and rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> One night I yep. was like, you know what? I'm going to start looking at certain things, right, online. And I got to um, a page uh talking about permaculture, regenerative agriculture, and mm-hmm. there was a little certification program. I go, you know what? This is totally worth it. I'm mm-hmm. going to just do this on the weekends, right? I'm yeah. going to go through this course, uh, permaculture course, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I saw that was missing was you can't actually implement large-scale change mm-hmm. unless you get involved in the political world. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So, but that still was kind of like on the back burner, right? Mm-hmm. So I started a, a micro-business um, called Millennial Farmer, and I was like working on uh, this old you know, family property that we had that used mm-hmm. to have a nursery um, and just looking at some experimental farming, um, community farming practices. Um, and then I started looking, okay, like what can I actually do here? And that's where municipal code came in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, the code says on this piece of property, I can have 25 small animals. Mm-hmm. But, right, a turkey is worth two chickens right so a chicken is considered a small animal so i could have 25 chickens but a turkey is two chickens right so you can, it's like it, it and then it starts getting kind of like who made these rules yeah right? you're like but you're like how many so i get uh you know 12 and a half turkeys right right right, right. so i was like that's really interesting build a coop for one chicken right <laughs> right it's just like weird right and so you know, you can, I think it's something like you can have like one horse per like half acre, mm-hmm. you know, you can only have one bovine per parcel, <laughs> like kind of like it, regardless of like how mm-hmm. big the parcel is, yeah. just kind of stuff like that, that I was looking at. Um, and then in, uh, it would have been the end of 2016, like December, 2016, um, I saw an ad on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So here's the social media coming up, yeah. right? <laughs> Add on Facebook, and I had decided to be more intentional with my social media consumption, mm-hmm. right? And u- utilizing it more as a tool to yeah. find other people that had similar interests, mm-hmm. start looking at groups that were forming around me. And so I saw this ad come across um, through 
it was like the Progressive Democrats. I think it was like San Diego Progressive Democrat Club or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you should run as an ADEM, right? I was like, I have no idea what this is. No idea. <laughs> but me and one of my coworkers um, would always talk politics. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, dude, let's let's run for this position. Like, yeah. You and me, let's go do it, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And so... I was like reading up what it is and it's like, okay, the lowest level of the California Democratic Party, mm-hmm. you're working on platform issues, mm-hmm. right? That kind of stuff. Um, so what was, the, what was the role for? Well, so it's an assembly. Um, it's for your assembly district. Mm-hmm. And essentially um, what you're doing is you're a voting member. Mm-hmm. So one third of the ADEM body um is elected by the people uh, in that assembly district. Okay. The other two thirds are like appointed, mm-hmm. right? And so that's like a whole other fight yeah. <laughs> in the Democratic Party, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of people that get appointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just like for people who don't know, are the assemblies um, like statewide? State, yeah. Okay. So state assembly district. So yeah. we're part. We're here in Vista. Um, we're part of Assembly District 76, mm-hmm. right? And so that's uh, Carlsbad, Oceanside, Vista, and mm-hmm. Sanitas. Um, so I still didn't really get it because I was, like, so new to it. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, platform, okay, so, like, you know, universal health care, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, they need people to fight for that. I was like, I'm all about that, but I also want to bridge the divide between Vista and the coastal communities. Right. Because I feel like... The further inland you get, the less representation that you actually have. Mm. And I feel like the coast takes up a lot of representation. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of get left behind. So, like, I got there, my friend got there, and the first thing I see, right, this is at Oceanside Library on the day of the voting. Mm-hmm. And you go and you do your little stump speech. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I walk in, and people are like, handing out these things called slates, which I didn't even know what a slate was. Mm -hmm. So a slate is just like an endorsed group of people, right? Mm. Running together. Mm -hmm. And when you run a slate, it makes it a little bit more probable that one of those people is going to get on. Yeah. So like I'm walking in, I'm just by myself, Mm -hmm. right? And my other friend, um, and people are like handing out these slates and I'm like looking at this. I'm, I'm not on this. (laughs) I don't even know how to get on this. Like, you know, this is, this is crazy. So um, the line was just huge. There had been like this newfound interest Mm. in um, local politics Mm -hmm. and also like trying to, I guess what you would call infiltrate, right? The party to make it more progressive. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of contention, you know, in who was going to be taking up these more progressive ideals. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, there was a huge turnout. And so, like, I'm waiting in line and, like, people are going around. They're continuing to pass these slates. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm actually running and I'm not on this. So, yeah. <laughs> and my friend was like, well, I don't, I don't even know if I want to do my speech still. Yeah. And I was like, dude, let's just do it, mm-hmm. right? So it gets time for speeches. Um, and I ended up getting picked as the first person to go and, and mm. speak. 
And so I gave oh my God, little as a, <laughs> as a, a fresh new person, right. you don't like, get to see how anyone else does it. Or... No, like I was literally the first person. <laughs> had you ever attended see. one to see? No, yeah. I had, yeah. I had no idea what I was getting into. Right. It was just like such a novice. Did they like, give you any guidelines? Like keep it to like three to no, five minutes. Just, like... I think it was like maybe two minutes. Okay. Right. And, um, and it was funny because some of these people that I had heard about, that were in the political world, but I just like knew the name, like Esther Sanchez, yeah. right? Who's now mayor of, of Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Like she was there, like she gave like, you know, a little speech um, uh, before everybody. And it was like a little pep rally type mm-hmm. of thing. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. You know, like I, I've i known these names for a long time, but I've never put a face to it. I didn't right. really know who they were. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I go up, I'm the first one to do my speech and it was pretty crazy, right? I finish. People are like clapping. They're like, "What's her name?" Right? I'm like, <laughs> so I didn't get uh, a ton of votes, but yeah. some people ended up voting for me, which is really cool. That's awesome. But the biggest thing that happened was after you know the whole voting process and giving your speech was done. Like, there's a lot of people in the courtyard, and so I went out. And people were coming up to me. They're like, hey, do you know that we have X and Y Club in Vista? And, like, have you ever thought about this? And, like, you know, I really liked what you had to say. Um, and so that opened up, like, this whole other world for me mm-hmm. that I didn't know existed mm-hmm. here in Vista or anywhere in North County. Mm-hmm. And so I did, I think, what a lot of people that are starting a new adventure do is they say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the hero's journey, the first step is to say yes, right? right? right. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then people ask you questions like, yes, I will be there. Yes, let's do this roundtable. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. And then I found out really quickly, like, okay, my skills are better served in like X, Y, and Z capacity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I was able to filter from there, like what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't even think about running yeah. for, for office. I was like... This was a crazy experience just running for this, right? (laughs) So, um, but immediately, uh, you know, people were like, hey, you should really uh, consider running for Vista City Council. Um, I was like, "Uh, that's fine. No one else could do it. (laughs) Like, I I, like really don't know. Like, I feel like you have to have certain qualifications. Like, there has to be someone more qualified than, you know, this hippie (laughs) that just loves the community, Mm -hmm. you know, and wants people to get along. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, no, 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 but I'm going to continue to get involved. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, so January, 2017 comes along, right. Not too far after December of 2016 Mm -hmm. following month. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go to a council meeting. Mm -hmm. And so I attend my first council meeting. It's really intimidating, right? Yeah. So we have this beautiful civic center. Mm-hmm. But you walk in and it's like just this huge room and you're sitting as an audience and like the council is sitting up, mm-hmm. right? And I was just like in awe. I was like, I can't believe I've never been in here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? When so, did they build the new city council building? Or oh, the, the, when the, the it's city hall? It's fairly new. So. Yeah, because I was like, I remember it was, but I mean, obviously it was, before that or else because right, before right, that it was right, like right. trailers or something right. yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember because i went to yeah. school here at what's vista magnet middle school it was lincoln middle school yeah. and it was like you know same thing right across the street it was like mm-hmm. all these little trailers and mm-hmm. i used to get picked up there every once in a yeah. while i would have never thought that i feel like it would be I less would be intimidating there. if it was still a trailer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> 
and so it's like it's like really like opulent right and so i walk in and i've always been one to like sit in front in class right so like i'm like i'm gonna sit in the front (laughs) so i took it in and i was like wow like this is incredible i had no idea like theoretically i knew that this existed Mm -hmm. right but all this money that i spent on my bachelor's degree yeah did not prepare me to vote properly in my own backyard. Well, that's true. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter which political affiliation. Like when it comes to city council, it's, you know, it's not, it's nonpartisan, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like focusing on your community. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, I just feel like there are parts of our city that are left behind. Mm-hmm. And when these grievances are addre- are, are being uh, proposed to council, Like the responses that I'm getting back just seem a little less than I would want, right? Right. Like, I think the last thing that anybody wants to hear when they have a real grievance is Mm -hmm. like, no, we don't have enough money for that. Yeah. Right. But then, like, I'm seeing this downtown get built. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, we don't need enough money for that. Yeah. Right. Like, why can't we have a park bench like in certain areas? Mm -hmm. Why can't we have more trees in certain areas? Like, real basic level stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, I decided to speak up um, and then I just kept speaking up and there were certain things that happened uh, here in our community with, um, you know, unarmed Latinos being shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a protest and we had a huge show of force for about mm-hmm. 20 protesters mm-hmm. come out um, and I just really wanted to address some of these issues. Um, and I just kept getting pushback, pushback, mm-hmm. pushback. So um, that's kind of, you know, where the tide started turning for me, where mm-hmm. people kept saying, hey, like, we really like what you have to say. I really think that you should be serious about running for office. Mm-hmm. And no one else was stepping up to the plate. And I was like, well, you know what? We can't just let someone run unopposed. Right. Right. Makes sense. I really think, you know, that we need to have people give what they want to see in their community, you know, let people know that. And then if someone wants to support that, they can vote for that person. Right. right? It's really good to have that type of debate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I really don't like it when people run unopposed. Right. Right, 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 right. I almost just like make a rule of not voting for someone if they're unopposed. Right. Like I'm just like, well, they'll win anyway, but like, <laughs> right. but I don't it's like true. this. <laughs> it's true. I think it's really important, yeah. you know? And and so what we're seeing too, not just here in Vista, but like in North County, um, is there's this resurgence of um, more community input, more people's agencies being activated mm-hmm. and they're seeing like, hey, this, my vote actually can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Especially when you look at the local level. I mean, at the federal level, it's just wild. Absolutely. At the local level, it's like you don't have a stop sign where you want a stop sign. Mm -hmm. There's someone responsible for that. I've always found that like local politics is underappreciated. It's the, in in my opinion, it's the most important things you vote for because they have the most direct impact on your life. Like federal government doesn't care about your stop sign. (laughs) They don't care. They don't. They they will never care. No. It's just, it's just not, it's a scale issue, right? They can't care. Right. So like, you know, all the things that actually affect your daily life are like mostly at the local level. Totally. Rarely even at the state level. Like, 
you know, maybe more like, you know, overall key arcing policy wise, right, like, you know, right. what kind of grants are you going to get to put stop signs? Yeah, in? exactly. <laughs> you know, that kind so of it's important to have those things. But like when it right. comes to your day to day life, like it's like, you know, you really need to focus local. 100 mm -hmm. percent. And I just like did not understand that in practice. Right. Mm -hmm. It was a very theoretical. And then when I started getting involved, I was like, wow, like this whole time that I've been voting, mm -hmm. I have not taken this seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's just a different way of getting involved and not everybody. It also is, you know, unfortunately kind of a privilege to be that involved. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's uh, time commitment. It's so much time. Yeah. It's a full time job mm -hmm. just to understand what's happening in your city. And, yeah. you know, as a citizen, you're not getting paid for that. How right? many full time jobs can you have? Right. You have your full time job. <laughs> right, and then if you have a family, right. that's a full time job. Right. And, and then, then you got a side hustle. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that you got a dog to take care yeah, of. Yeah, it's, like it's a bunch of full-time jobs. <laughs> like, so you, can, you only have so much mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. right? And that's where I also think, like, the biggest um, part of being an elected official, especially at the local level, is being able to be that bridge of communication mm -hmm. between that civic center yeah. and your community, yeah. right? And so sometimes, like, that job's not for everybody, mm -hmm. right? Like, we have a whole staff. My coworkers on staff are incredible. We have a whole finance department. We have a whole everything department, mm -hmm. right? So it's not necessarily what I've seen is that you have to come in and be an expert in any one mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. but you have to be an effective communicator. Right. And you have to be willing to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's really what pushed me into it because I was trying to like, I had meetings with, you know, some um, of the elected officials at that time, uh, you know, I would go to council and I would just get so much pushback. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't, you know, someone can't tell me that we don't have money for really basic things when we have our reserve continuing to increase. Right. You know, and so maybe with someone who isn't as involved, mm -hmm. that lies mm -hmm. right it shouldn't but with someone who's really involved like that's not a good enough answer mm -hmm. right no we can't do something because we don't have enough money is not mm -hmm. a good enough answer right so eventually i said you know what yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it yeah. right and what am i getting into so that's kind of what led to uh, me saying okay it's time it's time Let's the time do it. is here. Let's do it. <laughs> and I mean, from that, I'm sure the actual process of running is is probably a lot more intense than people think. Um, yeah. I mean, so I mean, let's let's when you were when you ran, what what where what year was your first year that you ran? So I announced in what was it? I think I filed my paperwork September mm -hmm. um, of. 2017 mm -hmm. and the election was november 2018 mm -hmm. so um i i you know did my paperwork there's also a ton of paperwork yeah. <laughs> government paperwork <laughs> oh my shocker gosh. right right Total shocker. <laughs> so much paperwork and so i started getting my paperwork done mm -hmm. right getting all my ducks in a row and then there's like the whole thing about raising money right that's I'm another not. thing people don't usually know. <laughs> right. And so everybody's like, you need to raise like 20,000. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's mm -hmm. crazy. You know, like 
I'm not independently wealthy, mm-hmm. right? Like I took a huge pay cut leaving um, my job in, in 2016 to kind of go into a more like permaculture, regenerative agriculture yeah. situation, but still was like working a particular job that I was like, hey, you know what? That's where I started doing business to business, accounts receivable, payable, mm-hmm. still doing like collections, mm-hmm. and construction, um, equipment, rental industry. Yeah. Um, was part of a company actually that was like kind of disrupting the market um, using, uh, you know, uh, web-based technology Mm -hmm. um, to connect to their customers better. Hmm. And so it was really interesting to be in that company. It it has then been swallowed by like the Walmarts of equipment rental, which is United Rental. So Mm. I worked for Blue Line Rental. It was was really interesting. Um, But I had a particular schedule of like 6, 6.30, 6 